conversation inside the music. Conversations inside the music, where we discuss the topics you think about when you're chilling with your fuzzy slippers and your onesie. Yeah! Welcome to Conversations Inside the Music with Carol Riddick. What's the deal? Yours truly, the magnificent DJ Jazzy Jeff. Hi, this is Jill Scott, a.k.a. Jilly de Philadelphia. Hey, this is Gerald Beasley. Conversations Inside the Music. With my dear friend, the amazing Carol Riddick. So get ready to join in on the conversation and chill with us on another edition of Conversations Inside the Music with Carol Riddick. With Carol Riddick. Hey, family. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Conversations Inside the Music with yours truly. Our guest today is a former Temple University student who describes her style of music as aggression and vulnerability. She's a star whose journey is evolving and is limitless. Welcome to today's conversation with the beautiful and uberly talented Bree Steves. So the first time I actually met you in person was at the rehearsal that we did for the the tribute. Right. So and this is so, this is going to sound so crazy. So I started following you after that, but I just think you are phenomenal. I thought you were phenomenal prior to, but then, you know, having like shared some space with you on the stage, I kept looking like, okay, she is fire. She is more fire than I even thought. First of all, thank you for agreeing to chit chat with me to have a little conversation. I read that you, you grew up in East Falls. You know, I didn't know that. Well, kind I was born in East Falls. I did read that. You grew up, you moved to Delaware. Yeah, I was I was really in Queens Lane though. I moved to Delaware for like middle and high school. Um, and then I came back when I went to Temple. Okay, to you. And I've been home ever since. Yeah, I went to Temple as well. But you, now did you, you, did you take engineering and production at Temple? I took like a couple classes. Okay. Um, so my major was PR, Stratcom. Yeah. So they, you know, they have like a lot of elective space. So right. Know, a pop songwriting, a pro tools engineering class, anything music I could kind of get my hands on. I just had to. That's so cool. Yeah. What was your like main focus when you? At school, I mean, honestly, I was just trying to figure my life out at that point. I knew okay. it was something I loved to do. Um, so I naturally just put a bunch of my time when I was in school or outside of my classes, I was recording in my dorm. That was just something I loved to do. It didn't really dawn on me that, oh yeah, make this your career path until, you know, it, I just, it just kind of happened. You know, you want a path and, you know, wow. I get in situations, but I just was following what I love to do. But in school, oh man. I, I had no idea what I wanted to do because I was in school, you know, I was like, PR is kind of, I think I could do this. Um, this gives me a lot of space, wiggle room to figure out what I want to do. Um, honestly, I just went, I went, I went to school, college one, you know, to make my mom happy. Um, I've always been pretty, really good in school, um, but I had no other interest besides music for real. I had no clue. So, so the fact that I'm actually doing music now is kind of like, oh, well, that was destined. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's 
say so. <laughs> Listen, I'm reaping the benefits. I'm enjoying you. So I would say it was destined. It was destined to be so. I went from my experience with you and I feel like there's a good group of people in Philly or in the tri-state mm-hmm. that are familiar, but they don't really know who you are, how, you know, much about you as well. I would hear your name, hear your name, hear your name, and never knew you, you were born in Philly, which is crazy to me. Yeah. And so crazy. Do you have siblings? Not on my mom's side. My dad's I, <laughs> <laughs> Same with me. <laughs> to me, I'm an only child, but you know, my dad got some kids. And I thought about that too, because, you know, it's a little easier to, to get in that creative space. Well, to tune into your creative side when you're an only child. Exactly. You find, you find things to do. Now, I know you sing. I know you rap. Mm-hmm. What is it that you don't do? What can you not do? I don't know. I'll put no cap on myself. Anything that I, I can't do. Um... That's a hard question. I don't know. I never I never tried anything that I really wasn't good at if I tried it. I love it. What people usually say? What they not good at? Well, some people say, well, I can't cook. But no, I loved your response because that's a whole nother perspective. You said, look, I don't really fail at things I set out to do. That's how I got here. Hello. So I also read as you played the viola. Yes, yeah, so you got all the details on me. <laughs> wow. I thought that's so cool. Yeah, I played, um, that's funny, that was actually like my first instrument back in, when did I start? Oh, like elementary school, maybe. Um, I chose the viola. I played in like a symphony orchestra for several years, all the way throughout, um, up in the high school. It's funny because my viola, I actually sold my viola when I was in college to get my stereos that I currently have now for my studio set up. It was an investment into my career. Wow. I saw that. I was like, what? Because I was going to ask, do you incorporate that? You know, do you intend to? (laughs) You know, that would be cool. Yeah, I don't know if I can play anymore. I mean, I probably, I haven't played in years. Mm, I think that's awesome. I'm trying to tell you that I don't know as much as I love music and as much as it is my passion. Mm -hmm. I never tried to, I never tried to play an instrument. I'd probably be, I don't know. I thought about guitar at one point, but. Yeah, but you know, I like my nails. So, you know, they want you to take the nails off and, and, you know, with the little pick and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I can't go around with nubs. I'm just, I'm okay. (laughs) Well, you might be the first person to, you know, come up with a way. (laughs) Right. Maybe I could pluck them with the nails. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? I want to hear about this experience. I know, I think it was, what, 2018? Mm -hmm. With Kendrick Lamar? Oh, Made in America. (laughs) So, I want to know about your experience playing at uh, Made in America in 2018. Well, that whole thing, the way that kind of came about was really crazy because I was in LA at the time recording. um, And Kendrick has always been somebody that has kind of watched my career from the start. I met him back in 2016. Um, He's always been super supportive of my career behind the scenes. So I'm in L.A., I'm recording, um, 
get a call through the homies. He's like, you know what? I'm headlining the show in Philly. I know homegirls from Philly. Do you want to come out, bring you out on stage? You just dropped your single Jealousy. I'm freaking out because this is crazy. Um, fly back. That the next day, mind you, I had like strep throat at the time. Nobody knows this. So I was really going through a lot of pain on my vocals. Um, but the next night, you know, we made it work. I showed up there, you know, um, he sits me down, you know, sitting on the side of the stage, like, all right, I'm bringing you out to Good Kid Mad City. He's real calm. This is probably the calmest I've ever been for a performance. Usually I get super bad stage, but I get really nervous. But mind you, this this is a sea swarm of people, like thousands of people. And I was so surprised um, talking to, you know, my managers, Donnie and Chase. And it's like, yo, I've never seen you this calm before. I'm like, yo, this just feels right. Like I'm supposed to be here. I remember years, you know, growing up listening to Kendrick, you know, this is one of my idols, somebody I look up to. And to be here about to go on a stage with him, most people would feel super uptight. And I just felt completely at calm. Like this is where I'm supposed to be. So when he brought me out on that stage, mind you, I'm like, I know it's people I went to school with. That's like, what the, how is she out here right now? And it just felt incredible. Cause I remember the year before and the year before that, you know, sometimes I had to sneak into Made in America. So it was crazy. Just being on stage with the headliner was an incredible experience. I'll never forget that. Like top, if it ain't two, it's top one experiences, performance of my life. It, it made it easy because he was such, he's such a nice guy. Like he's really, he keeps it real calm. He always wrapped his arms around me and he always made it feel like, yo, it ain't, this ain't business. This is just like, yo, man. I support you. I believe in you. I want you to go out on that stage, do your thing. So he kind of, you know, he, he kind of gave me that push and the extra, you know, like oh, Kendrick messed with me, then I'm I'm really good. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> and I get that too, because I mean, we all know how phenomenal he is too. Exactly. And just to have that that stamp of approval, you had your cape on that day. <laughs> you know, you, I did. How did you two even meet? I don't think. Uh, I back in 2016, actually, um, I was sitting down in a meeting with my boy, Sam Taylor. Doing like, you know, publishing things, just playing some music around, you know, in LA. Mm. Um, seeing, you know, people would mess with him never. I met Sam for the first time. I played him some of my music. I like to get up and perform. I'm in this, you know, this formal office performer for him. He gets up out of nowhere and leaves the office. So I'm thinking I did something bad. All I see is him on the phone talking to somebody, you know, real riled up. I'm like, damn, we about to get kicked out of here. What's up? What's going on? Come back in. He's like, all right, you meeting Doc tonight. And I'm like, Doc, he, he can't be talking about Doc. Maybe like somebody else. Um, but no, he was like, no, you're going to meet Kendrick tonight. You know, that's my boy. I got to introduce y'all. I really fuck with your sound. I'm like, oh my God. So later that night, we're driving to the studio. And it's real, it was a really small, like, you know, close-knit kind of thing. I think he was working on um, To Pimp a Butterfly at the time. Wow. Um, had no clue, no clue. Um, so I walk in there. It's maybe, like, four other people in there. He's sitting, like, on top of this, uh, on top of, like, this desk. I'm nervous. I had to drink a little Red Bull before I came there. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they played the music. And, you know, I just kind of came alive, like... I just performed my stuff right in front of his face. You know what I mean? And the whole time he was just smiling at me. It was the energy. It was a moment. So it, it felt really great at that time. And 
after I was done, he was like, yo, man, I really love your energy. Like, um, I, I really feel it. Like, you're super talented. And for me, this is like, you know, I'm still on Carlisle and Oxford at, at um, you know, <laughs> living in, on Temple's campus. So I'm just like, I can't believe I'm here in front of this guy right now. He says I'm dope. I never thought I'd hear this in my life. This is crazy. Um, but ever since then, you know, he's been like, behind the scenes, like, you know, really involved, like, career-wise, like, your house is going, maybe she should do this, like, you know, just really supporting me behind the scenes, and this was in 2016, yeah, super humble, down-to-earth guy. You know, that amazes me, because, I mean, I'm happy to hear, like, how, how dope and humble and down-to-earth he is, because, you know, this industry is, you know, it is crazy, (laughs) and you don't always meet a lot of genuine people or genuinely good-hearted people and especially out the gate yeah kudos I'm, I'm grateful for that for you because like I said again you, you can't get a better endorsement mm-hmm. you don't need another endorsement right have you tried anything new since we've been in the downtime you have any new hobbies I mean I've been cooking more um I think I've been doing what everybody else been doing like women in the house you just you getting your plate together. You start interior decorating and stuff. But really, I've just been on some, you know, just super creative at this time. I just shot, like, a, a new video. Nice. So, I've been asking me about when I'm putting out music, and it's finally coming out. Woo! But that's what I'm really excited about. Well, I'm excited about that for you. What's your creative process? Well, I have two questions. This is a two-part question, because I know I did read about the um, producers with whom you first started working. I think it was Hitmaker and, mm. and um, was it T-Minus? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you, do you guys still work together? That's one part of the question. Mm-hmm. And um, the second part is, what, what's your creative process like? Hmm. My creative process, I'm really beat first, so I need to listen to something. And whenever I hear the track, it's the right track, I get inspired and it just kind of flows out. I don't know how better to say it than that, but I need to hear the music and that's how I determine what I write. It just puts me in a space. In a right, mood. right. So if it's some up simple stuff, maybe I'm talking heavy. If it's some moody, dark stuff, all of a sudden, I don't know, maybe I'm getting a little raunchy. You never know what you're going to get, but it all depends on the beat first. So I love that. I love, you know, your explanation of your, your creative process. Everybody's just different. You know, everybody needs a little something different to get into the space where they want or need to be. Yeah. And I, I like hearing from um, other artists what they do. It's always of interest. Not that it'll affect my own creative process, but it, it's always interesting. What I like to do is let everybody know who you are and what you're doing and all that good stuff. And we just took care of that. I do want to know if there's anybody on your radar. You have artists with whom you work or somebody that you feel we should know. Hmm. I want to put on, let's see. I mean, the people that I'm most inspired by, um, that I really fuck with heavy are. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, this is real. This is what we're doing. Um, I really... Number one, I really like Rocky a lot. She's from the city. Yeah, I just heard of her. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. She, she go hard at them. She's got crazy bars. She's a genuine spirit. I love her a lot. Pound side is somebody. Pound side pop is somebody actually who went heavy, too. 
probably King. That's the only two. We just put out his Project Orange Soda like not too long ago. Orange Soda, I like that too. <laughs> I got one last question. Okay. Is there a question that I did not ask you that if you were me, you would have asked? I don't know. That's hard. I don't like questions. You know? <laughs> um, I guess I would have asked me. Nope, I wouldn't ask that. Nope. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> um, what I've found is a lot of people that have been asking me about music. I would have asked, when is the music actually coming for you? Because I know people been ask me like yo when do you get you know what's going on and I've been taking my time getting everything right but I really got it coming <laughs> anybody listening to this that's like Brie be lying she really not giving me nothing I'm going to give y'all the music I done shot the, vi- the first video and everything like it's, it's it's in the can like okay nice well thank you thank you thank you beautiful oh, for stopping by thank you for having me absolutely we'll have to do this again sometime I'm here. You know, I'm in the house. I, you know, I'm watching you. I'm checking you out. I watch all your posts. <laughs> you know, do they call that trolling? That's horrible. That's no, not, that's not trolling. It's trolling. What is that? Uh-uh. That's just, that's just, I don't know, paying attention. Okay, there you go. I like that. See, because that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm supporting. I'm paying attention. You know, I'm living vicariously because, you know, I'm saying, I told you. Yes. Oh my God. Some of the things you say, I'm telling you now, you'll say, you'll see Carol is somewhere saying, yo. Mm hmm. I'm going to look out for when you start dropping your videos and you, you know, ah! all to ego. I'm looking out for it. Well, you know, I need to. That's what I need to do. Go ahead. Ain't nobody stopping you. They definitely are not stopping me. As a matter of fact, they're encouraging my alter ego, but I don't know if they're ready for her. I don't know. Listen, I'm fiery, I'm 50, and I'm a Scorpio. Ooh. Those three right there. Spicy. Exactly. That's exactly what I am. (laughs) Well, all right, lady, I will not keep you any longer. I'll be looking for the next, um... IG. <laughs> I'll be looking for the next post. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I, again, I appreciate you for having me come on here. You know, one of the legends to me. So I, I'm really glad that you reached out and blessed me being on your, your podcast. Don't you make me blush. Don't you oh, God. <laughs> All right, lady. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> family that wraps up another edition of conversations inside the music with yours truly carol riddick as always thank you so much for joining the conversations if you like what you heard please tell a friend and be sure to check out prior interviews on any media stream where you typically listen to your podcasts also be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel to be notified when new episodes are available and follow us on youtube facebook and Instagram at Conversations Inside the Music and on Twitter at Chat and Chill. Whatever you do, be good to you and to those around you. And remember, to whom much is given, much is required. Catch you next time on another edition of Conversations Inside the Music with Carol Riddick. Conversations Inside the Music with Carol Riddick.